Nice. Good morning. So, we're in the middle of uh, the Maimed, the eighth Maimed of the Hemshech. Maimed of Bolok, Mimona. So, I'll try to res- review today uh, both this Maimed and the next Bolok and Pinchas. So, just a little context. What we discussed last week was the Rebbe Rashab is right now going into the sugya of, is the middle of the sugya, I should say, of Er Pinimi. What exactly, when you dis- dissect the anatomy of how the Ibishta devised a system that Elokush should be mislabish in Elamis. So that, of course, uh, even though we use these words all the time, but that's not a small achievement. Because it's one thing that Elikus remains lamaylam elams. It says huma kame shalelam ve'ena elam kame. That what we call save of kalam, or higher even. But when you speak about mamala kalam or er pnimi, so now the question is exactly how does it work? So after explaining by Riches, the shadish, the original root of er pnimi, which is in the essence fides agnuzus lifnat simsum. Basically, shared atzmi bekeach. The Eibushter envisioned what he wants, like al derech moshel, a an architect envisioning the binyan, the structure he wants. Then comes a tzimtzum in order to implement it. You have to conceal that ir habligvu, and uh, what emerges is a, a kav. And now the, the tzimtzum has caused space for the structure to be able to be built. But what we're moving now further is how do you build the structure? How does he build the structure? So with B'derech Klal, every, everyone knows, Be'asara Maimodis Nivra Elam. Ebishter used 10 Maimodis, 10 statements. B'reshiz Bode, Elikim, Nami Maimed Hu, and there's Yehi'er, Yehi'rekiah, Tetzi, Eretzesha, etc. But that's just a, a statement. How, how does it work exactly? So the Rebbe Rashab is now explaining exactly the process of how Er Pnimi becomes an Er Pnimi. In other words, it remains a Lukus because it's Er, and Er is Me'enamoyed. But it's an Lukus that's being shaped and tailored to fit, ultimately, Kalim, which means to fit the structure of existence. So to put it in simple terms, if uh, the Maimer Yehi Er would not be measured exactly to create Er, we wouldn't have it. So it has to have a p- perfect structure that fits, just like like the Moshli gave in the beginning of the Hemshech, the power to see. If the Kayacharia of the Nefesh did not fit perfectly in the eye, it'd either be too overwhelming. You know, that's why we have the Lashon, Lashon Saginar. So Chesudis explains what is that, you know, when you call a blind person, a Suma Saginar, it sounds like you're making the Tzonus of him. Because Saginar means a lot of light. A ribui air. So we know it's the opposite. He's blind. He has no air. So Chesidus says, no, it's but the kalim, the filters are not working. So the male, the air is essentially like, it's like imagine electricity surging into a light bulb that will burst the whole light bulb. So air primi has to be measured exactly to fit. I mean, just to use another example, which is just to make it a little more tangible. Like, uh, for example, the dam, the blood, dam nefesh. So the blood to flow in a human being, we know it has to be a perfect measure. If the blood is too thick, 
or it's too thin, it can create problems. If it's too thin, it can create a hemorrhage. If it's too thick, it can create a block, a clot. So it has to be perfect. It's a perfect example of the blood has to fit exactly the, mm-hmm. the, the channels, the so-called the, 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 the veins, the arteries, etc. So now we're in the middle of that discussion. So Bechol is the Rebbe Rashab said in this Mayim Balak that there's three levels. How air primi becomes an air primi, there's three levels. First, it's how it's called Bisharshe in the Sphere Sagnusis. That's level one. We, call, we talked about that last week at length. That he calls Hamelech Hamerumim Levade, Ma'oz. Then you have how the air is no longer just Kolol. It's already emerged, so to speak. So it's called, the second level he called His Galus Eidus Misharshan. So there you have already, but still Esosphere is Blima, that's Amisnasim Yes Elam. And level three is when the Eidus are ready to go right uh, go into the Kalim. That's level three. And he explained, to explain it better, he said, this is the difference between Akud, Akav, and Shatach. And I elaborated on that also last week. Then Akud, everything starts with a point. It then spreads Eidach. First it extends in length, and then extends in width. Now, Kemuvan, always important to mention, Abish just called Yachal could do anything he wants. He didn't have to do anything like this at all. He could have said, I want to have a velt, and poof, and you have a world. The problem with that would be that it would not be a world that we would understand, the way the Ebershter created it. And point problem number two would be that we have no way of connecting to it because it's Ebershter's Koyachli, can do whatever he wants, but how do you and I, Mamata Lamaila, climb the ladder, so to speak, and have any form of relationship with Ebershter if he's just invoking, so to speak, the Koyachl part? So the Ebershter, the same Koyachl, wanted Africa to be Malbishit in a structure, in a Seichel Dika way, as much as possible. Kemuvan, there's always going to be like uh, areas where you have to rely on Kecha Mafilasis or that it's only Bekechish Lakosh Baruchu to create Yeshma'ayin. No one can create Yeshma'ayin. That's only Bekech Abedin. But that Gufa, the Ebrister did in a way that we can make sense as much as possible. So that's just saying that I, it's, I always, every few memorandum, it's good to remember that because if you don't, if you, if it's important to remember the whole thing is for us, really. It's Ravedis Hashem. Okay, so. So we discussed the Nukuda was the point, and that then is mispa is uh it goes into Eirich. So it's like level two. You don't yet have a kav alone, you can you don't have a structure. You have Amshacha, but you don't have a uh Eirich and Rechiv. And then comes the hey, the the shetach. Okay. Oh, but before we got to shetach, okay, we stopped here. So I want to just go over. So in the kav itself, the Rebbe Rashab explains two way fun. I'm looking now in the beginning of Pedic Lamed Aleph in the in the Maimer of Balak. It's the next. It's the next. The last two prokim. I'm going to go over now. She says. So bechlal is an in of erech. Which is Gilui, but not Spastus. So um, it says, Omnim Yesh Fan. So let me review the two Fan and how he explains Kav. So what's the story? A teacher, let's say, he says, I'm going to explain now an Indian. 
And he starts with a Nukuda. The Nukuda, let's say, even this Indian, Nukuda Kav Shechetav. He wants to explain that. So he starts with a Nukuda. And this Nukuda now, he starts developing. So the same Nukuda, he says, he's not going into more protein. Taking one Prat of the Seichel, and that is being mamshich in a way that we can. I'll read it inside. Sheisa inyan prati mashpile mislabish b'moshel beeze inyan shuhu beerach hamakabel. So you take one inyan and you're explaining it with an example, or in any way that you're explaining that one inyan. You're not going into more prati of the inyan. The chaim al bishe eid beeze inyan shalamatim mizeh. So Eidach really means you're carrying one Akudah, you're carrying it to its farthest uh, conclusion, so to speak. As much as you're possible, so the Makabal should understand. Okay, so you can take this Akudah, uh, like I just said, Akudah Kav Shatach, you can explain it to anybody. You can explain it on a mathematical level, you can explain it. You're taking one Akudah, you're not going into any Protim, Taking one prat and explaining it as best as you can, even to a child, even the Baal Seichel Kot. That's one eifim. So then, what is the kav? The kav is sachakol hamshacha of the nukudin. The nukudin is the point that begins. The kav extended it lamata mata. Eifin abeis says the Rebbe Rashab who shakav who rak his galus apratim sheba nukudin loy havos aprati deasogav avona kimrak. Okay, so this, you're not explaining the Nakuda per se. What he's doing is the Nakuda has a bunch of protim in it. And you are just being Megala, those protim. I'll explain in a minute what difference. Why is the Rebbe Rasham Negei here? Two Eifan, Mechmayan of Kamina. But let me just read it inside before I do that. The Mamele Gama protim and Pchinis Pshitis. So in the first mile of the first way is the prat is not remaining just as a becholos. You break it down into a moshel with another moshel and you explain the prat. In the second eifin, he says, the kav, tamshoche, is not, is not taking a prat and developing it. It's just revealing the protein that are already there. So really, the kav is really still an eifin hiyuli. In the first eifin, at least you got some havana. In one prataka, because it's only one prat, one kav. But at least there's some type of understanding with a moshal. And here there's no moshal at all. All the kav is doing is taking the protein that were in, a, in the hiyuli of the nekuda and it's bringing it out to goli. But, there's no, but he says it still remains in the eifin of hiyuli, in pshittis. And the Rebbe Rashad gives an example, because this is a little abstract. He says, V'alderech ha-mishnah, she'minyon im protein she'enu b'chinis ha-soga Okay, so this is a very fascinating example. It's bikitsed here in other places. Later on, I'm based there. Rebbe Rashab will use this parichas. But what's the difference? Poshet, uh, break it down. We know with this Tereh Shabiksav, Poshet. We know how to mill the Amr-Kro. Then you have Mishnah, which is Tereh Shabal-Ped, but it's Loshon Kotzer. A mission is very concentrated, just a few lines. And then you have Gemara. So in the context of Nukudah Kav Shetach, how does this work? So the Posik is like a Nukudah. Because Psukim, you can't derive Halacha from it. You don't know Pratim. Even if the Posik is usually going to be unclear, the Hoyle Tetof is Bein What does that mean? 
as we know. So you need the Mishnah to at least explain it. So he compares the Mishnah to Kav, but to the second Nathan of the Kav. Because the Mishnah takes the, the Lashon, but he says the Mishnah takes the Posit and the Kuda and gives it some type of, he says, he says it's a shame, and Yonim Pratim, Shein right. So the Mishnah at least breaks it down and will give some Pratim in that Nukuda, but you don't yet have Shatach, you don't yet have an Arich HaSazbar until you get to the Gemara. So in this context, Ter Shebik is the Nukuda, the Kav is the Mishnah, and Gemara is the Shatach. One second, let me just say one, one second. So this is clearly like the Eifan Habeis, because the Eifan Aleph, the Kav, is explaining one Prat. That's not the Mishnah. The Mishnah doesn't take one Prat of the, the Pasuk and explains it. The Mishnah takes the Indian and gives a whole bunch of details, and the Gemara then unpacks it into Prati Prati. Mahamata? I'll repeat in English, okay? So he's asking a question. He said this, if you compare it to what said before, we're talking about So Bchal doesn't have it's not even considered a mocker. So how do you now we're saying it's because so first of all, my answer would have two answers for that. Number one is that Sagnuz's Beferish is yet called a it's called Shoshia Eris. It's not it's not like Eid Hablipo. Um, secondly, Lav Dafka, when he's explaining here, is to be Lav Dafka the highest levels. The third thing I want to say is that Teresh Sav depends how you look at Teresh If you look at Teresh Sav as P.S. Shem Diber, you can say Beferish is the highest level. The Teresh Sav is not really Shaykh Tehavon, even though you can learn Pshut Shamikra. So I would say with a combination of all three, I don't, I'm not going to say Teresh Can you say Teresh Sav is Esos Filosagnuzis? Love that. First of all, could be even higher. But al derech it's al derech. So I wouldn't. Uh, yeah. Okay. But it's a good example because you have now in a kudikavshel. So the Ebrister basically, the Tera reflects the stachel baraisa baralma. The same way the Tera has these dargis. Now, when the Ebrister just give us gemara, what do we need a pasuk? What do you need a mishnah? We start with gemara, and then the gemara is based on uh, the Ebrister's uh, rotsin elyon. Because that Kufa, the Ebster wanted Tater to be structured, where you start with a Nakuda, you develop the Nakuda into a Kav, and then into a Shata. So the same things, the Elamis are also created like that. Now, the, why did he bring Eifana Aleph as the Shaila? So I remember when I learned it the first time, it wasn't clear. I don't know if I have it clear either now, to be honest. The only thing I could say is that maybe, mainly being negated to later in the Ardus Advarim, because Pashtas, remember, it's not just the Gashmi's, the Kenyan of Nukud, the Kavshachda, it's how you understand why, what's the mile of a Nukuda over Kav and Shatach. The mile of a Nukuda is that it reflects most a Elikus. That's why Takit's not Shachta Pratim. So it's like the mile of Eir, that's Megalah Hamoir, but it's not like Shefa, 
The mile of Shetach, on the other hand, is the opposite. It's Mislabish Mamish and relates to us. So in the Mamutza, between Nelikus and Velt, you need all three levels. You need the Nekudas, like, like more or less like the Ayin of the Yeshamitis, as explains elsewhere. The, the Shetach is like the Ayin of the Yesha Nivra. And the, and, the, and the Kav is something in between. So in other words, you want to have something that reflects us. When you learn Tadish for example, later you're going to explain what's made there is Elikus, not so much Havana Vasoga. When you learn Gemara, it's the exact opposite. The Elikus is more Behelam, and the Havana Vasoga is the Ikir. And both are necessary because the Ebishter wants us to understand Tadish, not just to learn Tadish. So in Tadish Shabbat is made the Gedusha. That's why a Chumish or a Sefer Tadish is holier, so to speak. You know, like for example, if someone brings in a sefer into a room, you don't stand up. Sefer Tere, you stand up. Because Sefer Tere is Kedusha Begoli, it's a Lekuz Begoli. Anyway, Bikitzer, the point is, so it could be that's why he brings Eifana Aleph, because Eifana Aleph tells us that even the Kav already has protein that you can relate to. So it makes the Ardus with the, the Nivroim stronger. And Eifana Beis, the protein are still like in the Mishnah, they're not yet clear. So it could be that's why it brings Eifan Aleph, because it could be that it has a mile in that in sense that the Kav, and we're going to learn about the Kav a lot, the Kav Chut, that is, is really has Protim in it, or doesn't have Protim in it. That's the difference in the two Eifanim. Now, that, Rashad, I don't think he spells it out here. Maybe he does afterwards. I mean, I stand correct. If he does spell it out, then we don't need to guess. I don't think so. Okay, but Bikitzer to contain Bina Kavsha Mechibur Nukudis Harben Nasakav, Uhusham Adregat Protishaboy, and Prince Nukudis or Prince Pshitis. So essentially, Mishnah is the perfect Mamutza. Because on one hand, Mishnah does have more protein. You can't say it's like a Posuk. On the other hand, it's still way from very, way from Chloe. From the Mishnah alone, you can't derive many, any halachas. And that's why you need the Gemara. So in Teda Gufa, we have these three things. Okay. In the parentheses, I just want to go over this. In the parentheses that Eber Hashab says that this difference in Akudim and Nakudim, because we haven't gotten to Shetach yet. So here, the Nakudim and Nakudim is also like Nakudim and Kav. Akudim is Esek Sarim Shena Eris Atzmim Khin Biltimitsis. So it's all like an Nakudim. When Nakudim Shabab is Galas Kumashim, but Shitasim Batsmiusim. Yeah. Okay, now before he goes to Shatach, one more thing he wants to say. Like we learned earlier, so the Kav is already a diminished state, like the Mishnah is lower than. Nevertheless, he says, That's the key. Still pshitis. It's still pshitis. So I want to give an example for this. Let me just read from the Okay. You know that in the Kechas HaNefesh, we also, Chassidus talks about the Kechas Gluyim. Keches gluim is the faculties of a person that you are very obvious. You know, I'm using my hands right now. That's okay. Goli. Use your seichel. Use your eyes. Use your ears. These are basically revealed faculties there. But what happens, let's say, um, when you're asleep? 
So we know all your faculties don't disappear. They're just not repale. They go into a state of keich. So Chassidus calls that keiches nalomim. So it's a keich nalom. It would be like if my hand was just sitting on the table not doing anything. So the keich, let's say, to write or to move, keich atanua, is behel. But it just doesn't take much for me to just pick up my hand and use it. So the helm is not a helm or a helm that's a ba'efen hiyuli. It's not pshitis. It's just concealed. Okay, so then we go further. Remember the nefesh doesn't have any protim in it. So how does this, the keich goli comes from the keich nalem? Where does the keich nalem come from? So the next step, Chassidus says, is the keich is hiyulim. I'll, I'll spell them all out. The keich is hiyulim. Then Chassidus talks about keich is atzmim. And then it talks about keiches haklulim benefesh. And the final level is nefesh neisik keiches. And higher than that is the nefesh itself. That's my nefesh. So how many steps did I just say? Six, seven steps, right? That's my nefesh. Nefesh neisik keiches, klulim benefesh, atzmim, hiyulim, nalomim, gluim. Seven levels. Not always the who talks all seven. Sometimes it just talks three, like he's doing here more or less. But... If you really break it down, now what's what's the, what's uh, the, the Indian in this? Because it's explaining how a nefesh, which is poshut, if you were able to look at a nefesh, if you were able to, you wouldn't see keiches hanging around there. The keiches are not visible. And yet we know that the keiches come from the nefesh because, God forbid, after Mevesh and Shana, a body doesn't have keiches. It has kalim, it has fingers, but it doesn't have any, any vitality or any keich. So the keiches have to come from the nefesh, and yet the nefesh is poshut. So how does from pshitis come to tzir, which is essentially what we lo- learned a lot about lamaila? Is a baby here? Huh? Kel yelled becha. Okay, the kel has a babysitting service. Huh? <laughs> Why not? Al kaponim. I'm just trying to make it a little more tangible. So you can relate to this. So the so the point is, again, what I said at the beginning, the Ebishter wanted us to have a capacity. How does a anoshim kerkenu? We're human beings. We relate to tangible things. You know, I meet people all the time. They tell me, I don't understand all this ruchni is maisis. I, can, I only relate to things I can count, like money. You know, that was basically what he said. So how do you explain to a regular materialistic person how do you start explaining in Yonim that are in Yonim that are not tangible? First of all, the nefesh is not tangible. You can't touch it. And even higher than that, you start talking about a lakus. So fine. Even when we're talking about a lakus, that's mislabish b'nevroim. But it's still the fiyerach, the nivra, still a dover shaposhet. So the, what the Ebershter did was create a seder shtalshlus and created a human being, b'tselem alakim, b'psari echza our keiches are nefesh, like the Alter Rebbe establishes right in the beginning, Peter Gimel and Tanya, the shtal shlumahen. You know, we read it many times, but you have to appreciate it. He's saying that the keiches of the human being and the shtal from the Esos Fides. So that's the keiches connected to the Esos What's the point? The point is, because that's the whole chiddush, one of the chiddush of Chassidus Chabad, mepsori you can look at mepsori, at your flesh, at your very body, and at the nature of existence, and from that, understand the Lakus. Because the, the world was created with Dugma Kegavna, like we say, but even more protests in that the human beings created with Samenu Kid Musenu. And therefore, from Musar, you understand. So the 
to to be able to come from a dargah where you're a complete mitsuyer and everything is defined by structures to come to understand the alakusha bazaar. So these are the steps. Bakhlolis it's shatach kav nakuda. But protis is the seven levels I just explained. So I'm not going to go into all of them. But bakhlolis it's the nakuda is that you want to go from a from a kayach mitsuyer mamish to less seer and less seer and less seer till you get to a state of pshitas. So that's why he's so, so adamant in emphasizing here that the kav is mamish in between. If the nukud is a nukud pshuta, like we discussed last week, a nukud is not tefus mokim. And a shetach is already completely tefus mokim because it's erech and rechev, the kav is right in between. Like he says, the kav on one hand is poshet, on the other hand already his amshach. Let me just read the ACS here because he says it very clear. He says like this. So even though even though a kav is a meat legaba nakuda, pshita sadayan pchins blima legaba eris amislapshin bekevin. Okay. So in a way, if you want to go back to the Gemara, the the Teresh Bixav Mishnah and Gemara Marshal Dugma, then the Mishnah is exactly in between. The Mishnah is already more than it's more lefi erech the makablim. But it still has retains pshitas in it, and that and that's a critical level. And from there you go to Gemara, and Gemara already is already the the, the, the riches aprotim, and the whole shakvetaria and kashas and terutzim and and, and and arguments and counter arguments. Okay, so now comes the third level shetach. Vashetach who kamei sheeres mislapshim bekelim shenas bechinis era chachm era chesed kfi mochusa kelim. So now we're talking about the Eris and Mamish manifesting in the containers and the Kalim. The Einam Abchinus Pshitus, Kamoy Eris Bitsar Atzma. Atsha Pelim Misav is the Biakfi Efena Kalim. So now they're not Pshitus like it was the Eir, the Kav on its own. And we, the Kav here also includes the Kav Chut that comes after the Tzimtzum. So bottom line is so now you have the three levels, the Kud the Kav Shatach. Okay, so now he's going to explain this piece about the The word atzilus, you know, the root we first mentioned atzilus in Taylor, is in Pasha Baleshko, Vatsalti Minaruach. The Debishta says, I will impart or emanate from your spirit. She was saying, Ma'ayin li Bosar, or Pasha with the so if you think about it, it's an interesting uh, story. If you don't know the Chassidus, there's only one Rebbe, there's one Moshe, and he's supposed to be Mamshach all the Hamshachas. And suddenly the Ebersh is saying, no, I'm going to take from your Ruach of Mesha, I'm going to put it on the Skenim. So are the Skenim in Dargis Mesha, or are they in the Darga of Bnei Yisrael? So clearly there's Shtikl Mamutza here. And from there comes the concept of Atzilus. So when, so when Kabbalah starts using Watsilus, the protis, it's exactly the same thing. They use the word Hafrasha, Atsilus from the word Hatsola, to in English impart or emanate the two words that you can use to translate it. So how is it different than Bria? Bria is a creation. David didn't say, Viborosi Minaduach. He said Vatsalti, meaning that on one hand it's still the Ruach of Mesha, on the other hand it's now been transferred to a lower level. So the Rebbe Rashab is saying now um, that 
that uh, that this is a dogma for the last level that we just spoke about, which is the Edis and Kem Shetach. So I'll just read it inside. It's a very sadistic piece. So he says, dogma This is the Rebbe Rashab's Chiddush. So what was what's the chiddush here? Moshe says, "My only bossar, I'm a I'm a I'm a teacher. I'm the Aisha Likim. I don't know it's not the words he would use, but I'm saying his name was Moshe Kibble Teder Masinim Masada. He's teaching Teder. Why are you coming to me for bossar?" The Rebbe compares it sometimes how the Alter Rebbe initially when they came and asked Gashmis the things from the Alter Rebbe says, "What do you ask me for Gashmis?" is to be And later the Alter Rebbe changed his position. And there's also Mamshu Gashmis. It's negated to this directly. So Moshe is saying, my only bosser. So the Ebrister says, the Ebrister doesn't tell him, like Betzalel, for example, by the Mishkin, you know what? Delegate it. And someone else will be Mamshu Bosser to them. No. Because all of the Amshachas have to come from Moshe. But the problem is, Moshe is too Ruchni, too much of a Ruchni. So the Ebrister says, Mechadish, I'm going to create a Mamutza. It's going to have the Ruach of Moshe. At the same time, it's going to be able to relate to the Bnei Yisrael and give them Basar. So essentially, Atzilus is a perfect interface, Mamutza, between the, the Ruchnistic Adagas that are higher than Tziur, which is like Nukhuda, and uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Nukhuda and Kav, and Shetach, it becomes the place, Atzilus becomes the Mokr for Biyah. That's what he says here. So this very spirit, this Ruach, has two things. It's still Ruach Mesha, but now it's so-called been transferred to the Skenim. Because Atzillus is also lower than the Kud and Kav in higher levels. But nevertheless, so besides giving pshat, of course, in the psukim in Balescha, it also is a tremendous havana b'chlal how they wish to create a seder stalshus. Now, the question you could ask is, what was the Alter Rebbe's havamine baze? He knew this pasuk. Uh, and he knew that, uh, so that's a good shaila. If I bring about it, what? Why did the Alter Rebbe not say? He knows Anasi, you know, and he knows that they're coming to him because he's like they came to Meshe for Basar. So why was Alter Rebbe Shail Chatchila the Gashmits? And then he changed his position. Huh? It could be to show them that the Ikr Zuchnis and it was like a, like basically uh, like saying what was. You know, what are you, elikt in Basar, elikt in Gashmis, which is the same way that he could say exactly what Meshe did. Meshe didn't say, let's go to the Skenim. He said, my only Basar. He's telling them, what are you coming to me for Basar? Basically saying, you're living in Gashmis, we're here for Ruchnis. But Bapayal Mamish, you need to have also the Gashmis, so that also comes through. I think in the story they were asking for us for brachas for us for 
Parnasa, I think, if I recall. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember. I have to look it up. The Rebbe speaks about it. There's Sikhs. The Rebbe explains the whole story, what the Havamina was, what the Maskana was. But regardless, at the end of the day, there's definitely an element that, that you still need to be looking. It's like there are, days, there are times you're not supposed to be leaving in Basel all day. On the other hand, the fact is we do live in this world. But the point is uh, that, that it really explains Atzillus well. So Atzillus is Shetach. And even Shetach is a Mamutza. The Kav is a Mamutza between the Kudah and Shetach. The Kav, the Eris, before they come into Kalim. But the Eris B'Kalim is the Mamutza between Ruchnis and Gashmis, basically. Or if you wish, between the, the Ein Sof, Kedem Atzillus, and Biyah, which is really Bria and Yitzir and Asiya. Okay. Of course, that's the key. Because if it doesn't have to be through Mesha, like for example, Yisrael's Eitzah to Mesha was, you have a Sari Arofim, Sari Meis. That's not the same thing here. There, Mesha trained them, and they answered the questions. It wasn't like Ruch Shal Mesha. So it was Bekech Shal Mesha, but it, was, it doesn't say there, it was at level of Atzilus. Mashenkin here, you're talking about actual Hashpahs. Actually, even in Pasha Yisrei, the question is asked. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't, was not, didn't have common sense. He, he needed Yisrei to tell him to delegate. I mean, it's a Dover Pasha. You have thousands of people coming to you. You can't answer all the questions. So Moshe should have established it. So the answer given, remember where, the Chassidus for sure, maybe even in Mephoshim, on the Pasuk, the answer given is because Moshe knew that he, he's, the, he's the person the that chose to give the Tehrit. And that's why they're coming to Moshe. So if he would delegate, it would lose, so to speak, Keich uh, HaShal So Yisra's Kiddush was, coming from Mechutz, that no, you can train them and you can teach them to teach Tehras Mesha even and through them. But it's not still not the level of Atzilus. That would be the difference between the Skenim and the Sari Alofim. Okay. Okay. There we go. So even when the Eris are in Kalim, they still retain a certain element of Blima. No, 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 my mistake. No, I, uh, I didn't translate right. It says, Esvidus Agnusis are Blima Adayan. Umemela Enem Be'erach Adayan leads between the smoke of the Bia. By Adayan, the Slav should be Kalim. Correction. Good. So with that, that concludes chapter chapter 31. Now, anybody want to comment to ask any questions? Fine. As you're going to see as we continue learning Ayin Bez, and remember, Ayin Bez is not a mime of 10 pages. It's thousands of pages. I think it's a total of uh, 1,500 pages to be exact, something like that, maybe even more. So so one of the unique things in Ayin Beis is that Rebbe Rashab is not does not have to exercise Kayach which means in a, you know, in a Maimah that's 10 pages, 15 pages, there's a beginning and an end. Here, Rebbe Rashab can talk about a sugi for hundreds of pages, literally. And why am I saying it? Because you have to keep your, keep in mind that. That he never he doesn't never, he, he sometimes comes back to something a lot later and finishing the whole subject matter. I'm not saying it because this is all part of the discussion that he's building up to explain, as I said, Er Pnimi. So with that, he goes now to the next uh, Pedic. And the next Pedic, 
Let's just go over Bikitsa. What's the next page? The next page is about Omnom. Okay, because here goes back to the dilemma that he keeps going back and forth. Remember, I pointed out there's a constant dance here because as soon as you start speaking about a mamutza between a lakus and velt and mitzias, you can't just simply say that you have it figured out because you always want to retain that it's still a lakus. On the other hand, you want it to be also the fear of Chan Evroim. We say in the Sabbath, because Baruch Elias, they did it, his Baruch did it with Tachtenim. You want Tachtenim, Tachtenim have to be intact. You can't destroy the Tachtenim. Or else the Hepech HaKavona. It has to be the Shavis Yitzar. On the other hand, you want it to be a Dirale, his Baruch, so it has to retain a Lukusin. And this is not, this is a complicated matter. To put it in Aveda Dikaesis, it's very difficult to live in this world and at the same time, be completely dovic telekus. The famous Chassidus uh, talks about why the, the Ovis chose to be Reye Tsein. Why were they Reye Tsein, shepherds? Because that was very conducive for them to be able to go into the fields where there's no, the whole hoo-ha of Elam Haza is not really there. The sheep are grazing and they're very docile, they're very peaceful. And they can be Mizbainan and Davin and Avedis uh, uh, Hashem and Vekas and all that. Yosef was also However, then he was forced by his brothers. They sold him into slavery. And what happens? He ends up becoming the first Jewish accountant. Yeah. And then he becomes the second in command in Mitzrayim, Mishnah Lamelech. And what is he doing all the time? He's busy with the grain, uh, uh, the, the grain industry. He was by that, he was overseeing it. He wasn't just giving instructions. So Chassidus says that Yosef was higher than the Ovis. Why? Because the Ovis were able to be connected to the Abister by separating through a stickle like uh, uh, being Prushim, so to speak. They were they separated themselves from Elam Hazah. And Yosef was in Elamaza and Ervasa audits, and still he retained his connection. That when um, they finally reconcile, he sends back a message to Yaakov through the Agolis to remind him that he still remembers the Sugi of Egla Rufa that they learned. That even when he was in Biyah, not just Natsilis, he retained that connection. So, what's the Vart? So, Chsidis explains, but it brings from the Seder Hayyim, it's a Sefer. Aloha. Sayyidina Yim says, Why is the Elam Yehei Adam Zoyer Bitfila Samincha? Ki and Elio le Nana El Bitfila Samincha. Elio, when he was praying, the only thing he, he was answered by Tfila Samincha. So the Kashi is, What's a Mincha? Shachris is the main Tfila Bechol Yim. Mairiv, as you say, Krishma, Shema, but Mincha is the Tfila Kitsara in the middle of the day. So the Seder Yim says, and Chassidus brings it, because Shachris and Mairiv are before the, the, work, the work day and the end of the work day. So Bamela, it's not that difficult to daven then. But the middle of the work day, when Mincha is daven, it's the middle of the work day, to rip yourself away from your work, Masa Matan Bamuna, that's the hardest thing. So the example for this is one of the examples that Eber tells the story, the famous story with, uh, who is it, Binyam uh, and I think. Meknis Cheshbenis, 
right? And he made Tishrei, this is Heitzos and Achnosa, Cheshven, Heitzos and Achnosa, all the different numbers, came to the Sachakal, Eneg Movade. Eneg Movade, or Les Asar Ponim, and I think Eneg Movade is the Losh. So the Rebbe, I remember many times, but I remember once the Rebbe asked the question, he was smiling, and he said, so how did he have the presence to shleim out yet the day numbers? He should have written Tishrei equals Eneg Movade. Cheshven equals Eneg Movade. Kislev Eneg Movade. Until then, he's halting Cheshven with Tamals Eneg Movade. So the Rebbe again smiled and said, I'm almost sure he said the Lashem, because if he wrote on every day Eneg Movade, then he doesn't belong in business. He belongs in Akelo or in a, in a yeshiva. Because it's not checked to, to, to business. The, the Chiddush is that he was a businessman, and he did business with Daf only. And still, even while he's there, Mushke and, and totally invested in Elam Aza, he, he knows that Sachakal, however, is Eneid Mubad. Why am I saying it? Because the Chiddush here that he wants to really ultimately establish and there's Bechal Chassidus, but here Bepratius, I'm just putting it into the more Batash Asius, is as you'll see, so if you're dealing with Pshittis, it's a hepech of being immersed in El or the Tzir of things. If you're in Tzir, it seems to be almost impossible to be in a state of Pshittis. I'm not talking about Haskola. In Haskola, everything is Shaykh, but in Pale Mamash. So that's why he keeps going back, and you'll see in this Pater Klamath Beis, he says, so on one hand... He says, it's air in Kalim, so now you have Shetach. You pay a fetish, have a structure. But he says, and, but nevertheless, he says these words, because if you say that Seer only comes from Kalim, so then we have the problem the other way around, that when you get to a level of Shetach, you don't really have structure. So that's why, especially in Ayin Bez, he goes according to the Shita that the air also has Seer, because he wants to explain how even the air, which is me'en ha'moyer, also relates to the structure of existence. So in other words, you don't have to leave tzir in order to get pshittas. You could be in a state of pshittas and also have a connection to tzir. That's the, the punchline of it. I'll explain it more in the next uh, shir. But the point is, these stories that I told is really essentially this whole challenge where you're constantly going back and forth. Is the tzir mitzad the kalim? Is it mitzad the eris? So like still now, Atsilus is, of course, the, the perfect uh, medium because Atsilus has Eris and Kalim. Atsilus is like the Saltim in Aruach. So on one hand, it's not Mesha. On the other, it's still Ruchish on Mesha. So now he's going to discuss it more in the context of Eris and Kalim. Now that the Eris have come into the Kalim, which means the level of Shetach, not the Kudakav. So who is the, what's the primary force that creates the Tzir? Is it the Kalim or is it also the Eris? The answer is it's also the Eris. That's the... Punchline, and this is a paragraph. And then the next moment, which I thought I'd get to, but okay, everything in its time, is going to now come back and say, okay, once we know what Shetach is, and it is in Kalim, we now can go and explain how the world was created. Because if you don't have the tools proper, the Edis and Kalim of Shetach, you can't really understand what he's going to talk about, this Chalkas of Milo Mata of Mokim and then Zman. Mokim and Zman, the way we understand Mokim and Zman. So we'll talk about that. It's very fascinating because, you know, we always begin with Mokim and Zman. But the truth is, from the Maila Mata, Zman and Mokim and Ivroim. 
So there was a point. There's a point to say the shlosses where there is no zman and mokim, or al kaponim there's ruchnis dik zman and mokim, but it doesn't have the structure like us. Zman is ovar heva osit. Today is not yesterday, and it's not tomorrow. And it's negayin halacha. You know, ovar ovar zman e bottle karbone. You can't daven shachris tomorrow for today. You can't put on film tomorrow for today. So every zman is very structured, not just mitzad and inyan of gashmi, but also potato. And yet. We're going to learn that all this is rooted in places that are not mugdid in, in Zman Gashmi. So how do you explain how Ruchni gets into Gashmi? So we have Mamasha structure, and you want to make a Dida B'tachtenim in Zman Amokim Gashmi, and a Dida Leyes Baruch, and Leyes Baruch is higher than Zman Amokim. So that's why it's so critical to understand what are the Mamutsayim between what is Pshitis in Elikus, and how does it get into a structure, and that then how do you join the two? It seems like impossible to join Apisech. Again, we're not talking about Tzad Kol Yochel. How do you join something that's completely mugdid in Zman to something that's lamaylam in Zman? So the gay also to Al-Tarebbe Shulchan Aruch about Tika Chatzos and Madhuri Basra, where he asks the question, why, you know, how does it work that everybody says Krishna in their time and I'm Shachas al-Lamaylam in Zman? So like Shabbos in Eretz Yisrael. We are working here in New York when it's Shabbos in Eretz Yisrael. That means I'm of Shabbos is already here on earth. So how is it possible? So what's going on here? That one part of the world is not experiencing that ruchnis. No, so it's all about how you get from lamayim mizman and tizman. We'll discuss it more in the next uh, in the, ne- the next shiurim. Okay, okay. Stop here. Good.